I'm 24-7 Sports Director of Scouting Adam Finkelstein, and you are watching College Basketball Recruiting Weekly. We are talking about one thing and one thing alone this week, and that is the latest recruiting intel on all the best available prospects in the class of 2024. Reason being, commitments are happening with each passing day. A new four or five star prospect coming off the board practically every single day. And it has implications for top college basketball programs across the country. Khan Kanepel, Honor Botang, LeBaron Fillon, Aiden Shirell, they've all come off the board in the last five days. By the time you're watching or listening to this, there's a decent chance others may have joined them. The dominoes, they're falling fast these days. And so this episode is gonna be dedicated to the latest recruiting intel on the trail. And so I'm gonna welcome in two national recruiting analysts in Travis Branham and Brandon Jenkins. Fellas, thank you for joining me here. Here's what we're gonna to do today. We're just gonna go through the list of the best uncommitted guys. We're gonna talk about the latest recruiting intel and see how quickly we can get through this. We're gonna start with Cooper Flagg. I don't know that there's anything new to report. He just took his first official visit to UConn. He's got subsequent trips to Duke in Kansas. Uh, we're going to see how this one goes. Duke continues to be perceived as the favorite. Second overall in the class, Dylan Harper. Trav, is there an update on number two in the class of 2024? Yeah, this is going to continue taking some time here. Uh, we've discussed it plenty on here already that this, uh, or I guess go back about a month when he requested uh, people for an edit that caused a bit of stir on social media, uh, as we've been saying, that it's not as imminent as that was made out to be. This is going to continue dragging on. And the latest I am hearing is that it's likely that Dylan Harbour is going to take a whole new slate of visits, including to Kansas, Auburn, Duke, and uh, potentially to his other suitors, which include Indiana and obviously Rutgers, where he recently took an unofficial visit to to take in a football game. So status quo is still there. He is going to continue playing this out. But the newest intel is he will take some more visits in the future. And obviously that is uh, not necessarily great news for Rutgers and Duke, who thought they were headed down to a one-on-one -on -one matchup. Uh, going, moving on now, Ace Bailey, of course, he's off the board. Drake Powell off the board. Trey Johnson, Brandon, from your neck of the woods in Texas. What is the latest on Trey Johnson? Well, yeah, he just completed his official visit to Baylor, and it was his second one within the last year. And I know um, the Baylor Bears staff were very excited to get him on campus. Um, they're his number one priority to the point where they aren't. They haven't really even looked at the class of 2025 in Texas. They're, you know, they have their mind set on Trey Johnson, and so, you know, they have been the ones that have been perceived to be in the lead as of recently, just because of their one and done success um, with Dallas talent. Obviously, it's been mentioned on here before. Um, that Keontae George and what he was able to do this past season and getting drafted um, has made an impression on Johnson. Obviously, they both played in events, you know, coming up on the grassroots team when Keontae was 17 and Trey was playing 15s. So um, I think the, the number one thing is just the one and done aspect. And that's why Baylor is in the lead here. Um, they had Keontae back on campus this past weekend. And so they pulled out all the stops just to make sure that they are in the best position. And also um, some intel that I learned is that, you know, college could be a real factor for Trey. Um, it seems like Baylor and Texas will be the two to look out for, but Baylor probably has the edge here just given, you know, their one and done success in recent years. All right, so Brandon, does that mean that you're hearing that Ignite may not, may be losing some steam? Is that, is that am I hearing you correctly on that one? 
Absolutely, but also it is still early. Obviously, Trey told our you know, national recruiting director, Eric Bossy, that he was planning on making a spring decision. Now, personally, I don't have facts to back this, but, you know, it just comes a, seems a little odd because his business are kind of running out. But um, at the end of the day, it sounds more and more like, you know, the college route is the one that get, is getting the most traction with Johnson. All right, now we're going to keep going down the list of rankings. Some somewhat new intel on VJ Edgecombe, number uh, six overall in the national class. I'm told that his uh, list of eight, I believe, that he came out with over the summer is very much, I don't want to say a thing of the past, but, but fluid. He's only taken one official visit so far, and that's to Florida. Uh, some of the other schools on that list have kind of been notified that he won't be taking official visits. The schools that are still expected to get him on campus this fall, Duke, Baylor, Alabama, and St. John's. I'm told all of those head coaches have been in. And if there was any question about whether or not Duke was going to continue to recruit him after Con Knepel's recent commitment, given that they already have Isaiah Evans in there as well, uh, that question has been answered. I'm told John Shire is expected at Long Island Lutheran in the very near future. G League Ignite will also be an option for VJ Edgecombe, as we believe it will be with Trey Johnson. Moving down the list, Travis, I'm going to go back to you. Jaden Quaintance took a, a visit to Missouri this weekend. We've talked about him on the show. He is not one and done eligible. Another Ignite target. What's the latest with him? Yeah, he's, recently, he's coming off an official visit to Missouri this past week and took, uh, or the essentially this battle is between Kentucky and Missouri. Now, depending upon the day, the week, you could get an answer as to who actually leads in this recruitment, just depending on who you ask. Now, one factor that I'm going to be closely monitoring in this recruitment is that Missouri could be getting another big man this week as Trent Burns, a seven foot two big man out of the Longhorn State where Jenkins reigns. Uh, he's going to be making a decision this week and Missouri could be the potential landing spot there. So could the fact that Missouri would be bringing in Trent Burns and also, oh goodness, Peyton Marshall, I almost blanked on his name there for a second, but two big men right there. Could that impact Jay Acquaintance and where he ultimately ends up? We don't know, but um, this is certainly shaking out to be a serious agreement between Missouri and Kentucky. All right, Trav, don't go anywhere because I want to ask you about someone else. Asa Newell, who moved up to 13 overall in the rankings, had a big summer, USA basketball. I, I'd say he helped himself as much as maybe anyone in the high school ranks on that USA basketball team. Uh, what do we know about where his recruitment is at at the moment? I have a feeling that this one will be coming down to an end here over the next three to four weeks looking before the end of October, the start of November. I would anticipate that this recruitment is finalized. Uh, he has a visit to Georgia, who is the leader in this recruitment, believe it or not. Uh, that staff has history uh, dating long back with the Asa Newell and his family. Um, the other team uh, trying to nip at the heels and gain some serious traction there is the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Um, so. I again, I anticipate this thing will be coming to an end over the next three, four weeks. And as of right now, Georgia is in the driver's seat. All right, Brandon, you are located in Austin, Texas. You were uh, played your college basketball at Texas. Uh, it, it was not a it was not a fun weekend in Austin because they had a big visitor who canceled the visit. Liam McNeely was supposed to come to town. 
He decided not to, and now he is down to two schools. But what is the word uh, in, in that area about why exactly he canceled his visit and where he might be leaning now? Absolutely. It seems like all I've been hearing from sources is that um, Liam is leaning towards going to Indiana. And I believe the, the prime reason why Indiana is in the mix is just because they have stuck around so long in their ties to you know, Mont Bird Academy. Obviously, Mike Woodson recruited and coached Jalen Hood Shafino and Malik Renault last year. Renault had a promising year while Jalen Hood Shafino um, had a good enough season to go one and done. And I definitely believe that made an impression on McNeely and the family. So, Indiana, according to sources around here, is looked to be perceived as the favorite. And it also may be crystal ball worthy. I think we do have. Uh, a prediction logged in on Liam McNeely's profile at 24-7 Sports. And so, uh, but don't count on Kansas here. Uh, at the same time, you know, Liam took an official visit to Kansas to start out the month of September. Um, and from what I've also been hearing from sources is that Bill Self and his staff is gonna travel down to Florida um, just to try to make a last, you know, ditch effort to try to, you know, land Liam McNeely and definitely acquire his services. All right, very interesting there. Indiana apparently the favorite now for Liam McNeely with Kansas fighting to stay in it. Uh, that takes us to Darian Reed at number 17. Trav, he's got a final three. Is there a favorite yet? Again, this is another tight battle between two. He is down to uh, final three, but the two I'm looking at here is Alabama and Florida State. He still has one more official visit, I believe, on the on his ticket, and that is to Georgia here in the coming weeks, his other finalist. Um, but again, this seems to be a race between Alabama and Florida State. Um, if I had to pick a leader between those two, I would probably have to lean with Alabama. But again, it's tight. It's a tight, tight battle. And I, similar to Ace Newell, I would anticipate that this recruitment will be coming to an end probably around mid, close to later October. Now, you're going to notice as we continue down this list, you're going to hear a lot of the same schools for potentially players at the same position. Um, Georgia was mentioned as the favorite for Asa Newell. Uh, it'll be interesting if Alabama gets Darian Reed. What are the ripple effects? And you'll, we'll uh, continue to talk about that theme as we go on here. 24th overall in the class, Billy Richmond has long been considered a Kentucky lean, but there is potentially a hometown school ready to give John Calipari a run for his money. Trav, what do you got on that one? Yeah, Billy Richmond is heading down to Memphis, uh, his hometown, for an official visit this weekend. Uh, again, Kentucky has been in the driver's seat for this recruitment for a long time now, but Memphis has always been the team considered to be in second place. So. You never know. Anytime these kids go on their official visits, sometimes they get caught up in the moment and uh, sometimes things flip. So we'll be keeping an eye out on that one as he heads down to Memphis. All right. Now, to pick up on what we just mentioned, Kenai Ruths, who plays a similar position to Asa Noel and Darian Reed. Um, and, and again, I think we're going to see the overlap start to or the dominoes, shall we say. As soon as one of these guys commits, it's going to impact the rest of them. Trav, what is the latest on Ruths? This has been a funny one. He started out taking uh, official visit to Virginia Tech not long ago after that visit. Uh, you could have classified Virginia Tech as a leader. Then not long after, he heads down to Georgia, cancels a Maryland visit. Georgia seems to be in the lead. Now, most recently, he heads down to Florida State. And it sounds like Florida State has gained some serious traction back and that this is becoming a battle between 
Georgia and Florida State. Virginia Tech still in the midst there. Uh, but with those three places already having received official visits, there's a chance he could uh, take a visit to Michigan. Uh, but obviously with the health of Juwan Howard, there's still some obstacles and, and things that uh, to closely monitor there. Uh, but it seems to be that's a three-headed race right there. And, again, gauging a leader is not easy, but a decision could be coming in the next three weeks. All right, now I don't want to put you on the spot, but we've got Asa Noel, Darian Reed, Kenai Ruths, all kind of play the same position, and we keep talking about Alabama, we keep talking about Georgia, we keep talking about Florida State. So is there an idea of which of these guys might go first and how that might set off the domino effects? I mean, I, is, is there anything there? Is there anything we can look for in terms of something that could trigger another? Absolutely, if you ask me. Um, the first person uh, I will be uh, looking at here is probably Asa Newell. Um, and, but when one of these happens, I would anticipate that all three will happen fairly quickly because, like you said, the, these are domino effect type recruitments. Um, and so when one spot's taken, you got to make sure you get the other spot that you want. So um, who's going to pop first? Honestly, it's hard to tell, but if I had to guess, it'd probably be Ace Noel, followed by uh, uh, maybe even a Darion Reed and Kenai Roos back-to-back. All right, now I'm going to skip ahead one because, Brandon, I want to ask you about another guy at this position, Nick Cody, another top 50 prospect from the state of Texas. What is the latest we are hearing on him, and are there any of these same schools involved, or is it just an altogether different list? Absolutely, yeah. There are some same schools involved. I know Travis mentioned Virginia Tech uh, originally when Kanai Roos took that official visit. That was one. Of, I think that was Cody's second official visit. These kids get a lot of official visits, but um, yeah. So Nick was uh, released a top seven, I believe, last month, and he he has already completed official visits to TCU, Virginia Tech, Texas. LSU and now I believe this weekend is Houston and for the longest point dating up till the summer back when his breakout came Houston has been perceived to be the favorite but after his third official visit to Texas it was one of those visits where Nick and his family were caught up in the moment and the Longhorn staff do, did do a great job of making a great impression on Cody obviously they pitched about keeping the best talent in the state at the University of Texas. So just with them pitching that and also the Longhorn Bram, Cody is looking at Texas very hard, but he also is looking at Houston just as hard. He visited them twice back in the summer and Houston is gonna pull out all the stops to get him because they're in desperate of need for a four man. All right, so those two local schools are favorite. Also important to note, Robert Miller's commitment to LSU presumably takes them out of the running. So Houston, it looks like Houston and Texas the favorites for Nick Cody. Isaiah Elohim uh, has got a final three of Arkansas, Kansas, and Villanova. Kansas, though, and, and guys, please correct me if I'm wrong, Kansas doesn't seem to be recruiting him like he is a priority. It seems like Liam McNeely has been the priority there. Rakeese Passmore uh, may be someone that they, they follow up with if, if uh, McNeely goes to Indiana as we see these dominoes continue to play out. It certainly seems like Arkansas could be a favorite for Elohim. And again, that would impact Passmore, who has also been linked to Arkansas. So you're going to see these dominoes start to fall. Uh, Villanova had Elohim on campus, but uh, from according to sources that we're hearing, it does sound like Arkansas is currently in the lead 
for Isaiah Elohim. Last guy I want to mention, Trav, I'm going to go back to you with this one. Curtis Givens, um, outside the top 50, 64, but a, a prospect who's got, I think, like the biggest social media following. I mean, I tweet about Curtis Givens, and all of a sudden there's like hundreds of people commenting. I don't know what Curtis Givens has got going on, but whoever his PR staff is, they're doing good work. What do we know about his recruitment? He finished his final visit over the weekend, and that was down to Memphis. Prior to that, he was at LSU. And leading up to the Memphis visit, there's quite a bit of LSU buzz now coming off of the Memphis visit. That is his hometown. Strong roots in the city of Memphis. Sounds to be that they are the leaders as of this moment, and a decision will come anytime in the next week or two. All right, two other players to keep an eye on next week. Ryan Jones and Emmanuel Steven, two big men who I expect to be off the board next week. Jones, a, a uh, big, burly presence in the middle with the skill sets to stretch the floor. And Steven, just a defensive monster, elite shot blocker and rebounder. Two big men who could be coming off the board next week. You know where to stay to keep up on all the latest 247sports.com and here on the 24-7 Sports Channel. As always, thank you for watching College Basketball Recruiting Weekly. Don't forget you can listen to us in podcast form just by checking your Apple podcast feed. We will be back with you next week as we begin to preview college basketball conference by conference, not just talking about the best teams and players, but also the best NBA prospects. We'll see you next week.